2: Here we go, another edition of the post-game live stream. Tonight's episode, the Knicks are closing in on another assistant coach to add to Tom Thibodeau's bench. His name is Kenny Payne, and we're going to talk about uh, what Kenny's going to bring to the team. Also, Michael Porter Jr. is having a monster, monster return to the NBA bubble. Was that yet another blunder by the Knicks and not selecting him in the 2018 draft? Let's talk about it. Phone lines are up. 657-383-1509. CP from Knicks Fan TV. My man JL's from Nicket Time Show. JL's, how you feeling, man?
3: I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. NBA basketball is back. Good to see some type of basketball back again. I'm doing yeah. it,
2: man. <laughs> yeah. Good to see. Good to see some basketball back. Obviously, no yeah. Knicks basketball and it might not no. be for a little while, but uh, we'll, we'll have some news on the on next season as well for the fans as well. So um, stay tuned for that. But let's talk about Kenny Payne, Jay Ellis, because mm. uh, reports are swirling around the net these past couple of days that Kenny Payne, the associate head coach at the University of Kentucky basketball, been there for 10 years. Um, is closing in on a deal with the Knicks for Tom Thibodeau staff. Now, they're saying Kenny Payne and World Wide West are very close friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, known for his development philosophy at Kentucky. They said, this is the brains behind the whole operation, Jail It's very, very uh, highly touted. Seems like uh, Kentucky Wildcats faithful are fearful of losing him. That's how yeah. important that they consider him. He's also been known to... Uh, uh, be a big man coach. Carl Anthony Town spoke very highly of him. He, he said his development philosophy is second to none. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, a lot of the the writers now are throwing in the, oh, he's got a relationship with Cat, he's got a relationship with Book, he's got a relationship with so on and so forth. But right. from a pure coaching perspective, what, what do you think about it?
3: Good move, a good sign. If any organization is scared, I take that as good news for the Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> First and foremost, uh, he's. It seems like a guy who's going to push his players as well as give them some tough love, a la Woodson, a la Tom Thibodeau. Well, Tom Thibodeau's kind of gives the tough love, but this this guy seems like he's a guy who, although he pushes his player hard, he gives him tough love. You, you read stories about players throwing up during workouts, quitting. Yeah. <laughs> so you know they're going to put um some of these players through the ringer Julius Randall himself has trained under him. So I'm wondering if maybe he can, you know, find his mojo back again, this assistant coach is here. And yeah, who knows, who knows? Uh, maybe he can give Kevin Knox's mojo as well, because Good Kevin point. Knox got better under Kentucky and maybe he's missing a push, because uh, uh, Kevin Knox himself said a while ago that he likes Tough Love. Now we have Tim Thib- Tom Thibodeau here, Mr. Tough Love himself, yeah. and yeah. some blasphemous past. Kentucky who can also us some tough love so it could bode well for the Knicks but well,
2: let's see what happens you know obviously I'm um, not averse to it, it you know the, uh, this guy is coming highly touted from you know from what you hear from University of Kentucky from what you hear from around the beat this guy's got a good resume you know I'm not falling for any of the relationship stuff I don't know I don't care who he knows I don't care who he's cool with I don't care if, if he you know if he was a Q dog with somebody else's father and that might get him here forget the free agency <laughs> stuff if he's coming here from a development standpoint, then like you said, I'm, I'm interested in seeing uh, his impact on Mitch, on Julius, on Kevin Knox. Those three in particular. He's set to be a big man coach. Will he be working with Kenny Wooten at some point? You know, so um, development, 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 JL, as though That is the name of the game. That's what we need to be focused on. It's already been said that Tibbs is looking to hire a development staff, a separate staff from the coaching staff. JLS, we got to get with the times, man. There, there are a number of teams with separate coaching staffs. Obviously, the Raptors are the cream of the crop, but there's other teams as well, the Kings, the Sixers, uh, that have five or six people that are strictly developed, st- strictly devoted to player
3: development. So that that's where we need to be playing right now. Absolutely, man. I, I can't. I can't. Man. CP. I felt bamboozled. I felt hoodwinked when I realized that we had one of the smallest development staffs in the NBA. When this, you know, this coaching staff and this front office was pushing development so hard, they pushed a they pushed a narrative that we have assistant coaches who are good for development. We didn't even have a shooting coach. (laughs) Yeah,
2: we had Keith Smart. I mean, no offense to Keith Smart, I'm sure you know he he was a good college uh, athlete, a good player in Indiana, but. Clearly, he wasn't the guy.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what happened with Keith Smart, man. I always say he got Moody right. Like Moody was shooting. <laughs>
2: yeah, Moody was Moutier
3: shooting. Moody was right. shooting. And but Dennis Smith Jr. He never kind of got the smart way going for him. So I don't know. D- I don't know. DSJ
2: was shooting bricks, man. But um, yeah, as you said, you know, we brought in Craig Robinson, and we're gonna get into the Perry stuff in a minute because this this episode is is. Really, really going to dig deep into into Scott Perry's resume and understanding what he really brought to this team so far. But, you know, they brought in Craig Robinson last year or two years ago as as the development guru. He was supposed to have the secret sauce. Mm -hmm. Right. But no staff. No staff. If you go on Real GM and, and you go through the NBA staff and for each team on Real GM, I'm telling you, there are a number of teams with five to six people
3: with player development just in their job titles. It's, it's, it's insane. It's insane when you start to realize, when you go back into the stories, in, in the back of my mind, and you I remember reading stories about Kevin Knox thinking about hiring his own coach, shooting coach, and RJ looking for his own coach. And I, I, I just put together my mind last week, CP. Like, holy crap, we were understaffed the whole time. And I don't, what happened there? That was a, a major ball drop. Major, <laughs> major blunder. Major blunder. Um, if you're going to be talking
2: development, it's a, it's a blunder. You know, so hopefully hopefully they're getting that side of the house together because that's where I feel like the focus needs to be. You know, it's good that all these guys have relationships, so on and so forth, that's fine. But let's get the house in order first before we start talking about who knows who and, and, you know, who they can potentially bring because I'm not I'm not buying any of that at this moment in in time. You know what I mean? Mm Mhm. Uh, I yeah, absolutely, man. Salute so to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Um, good to be back on, man. It was on like about a week ago, so good to be back on with everybody. Happy Sunday. Hope mm-hmm. you guys are enjoying the uh, the return, the, the bubble as well. Let me salute some people in the chat. Salute to um, Shells Heavy in the building. Shells, how you feeling? Yeah, shout out to Shells,
3: bro. Shout out to you, man. Yeah,
2: man. We got no dice 414 in here. We got Alexis E says, I love the Knicks. John Talento right. always in here. What's going on? Salute Apple Faxinato in here. Paul
3: Butler, how you feeling? Who you want to mm-hmm. shout out, Jails? So shout out to my guys who are strolling in right now. Brian Fishman, shout out to you. Gregory W., mm-hmm. Big Oso, Brandon McNilly, uh, Ryan Green, shout out to you. Shells healthy and John Talento always as well. Always chat hopping. Shout out to you guys. Man. Absolutely, man. Phone lines are up, 657-383-1509. Um, Alex
2: is on. We're going to get to Alex in a second. But um, you know what, Jay Ellis. You know, since Alex wants to talk about the draft, but we got to go backwards in time, man. Because in the 2018 NBA draft, Mm. 14 teams passed on one Michael Porter Jr. Talk about it. We were there. We were there at the (laughs) Barclays Center. We were in the suite. You know what I mean? Solo dolo. Just, you know what I mean? You know, throw a little flex in there. But we were there. Mm
0: -hmm. And,
2: um... We knew we knew what it was, you know, uh the, the Kevin Knox pick was pretty much known all day, you know. It was a very uh anticlimactic draft, but the question was would Porter Jr. sneak in there at some point because he was sliding one after the other, right. one after the other, and that became the story of the lottery. And yeah, there were there were several Knicks fans in the building, you know, the MPJ chants were were going crazy in the Barclays. They were they were fans that that wanted them uh ultimately the Knicks passed and, and went with uh Kevin Knox. Now since then, Michael Porter Jr. missed his rookie year. He missed most of his second year. Right? Most of it. Missed most of it. Um and now he's coming in hot in the bubble, JLS. Right now, his last five games. These are his last five stat line, twenty three and eleven against the Jazz. 27 and 12 against the Trailblazers, 30 15 against the Spurs, 37 and 10 against OKC. Yeah, that was his last four, and then he dropped uh, 11 11 points in a loss to Miami. Ah, uh, so then, so then, you know, as he's going on this tear now, Jails, here come all the beat writers on Twitter.
3: Oh, uh, you, you saw it coming. You saw it coming.
2: The avalanche is coming. coming. The, the Knicks are always involved, even when they're not involved, right? Exactly. And so here it is. How could the Knicks have done this? How could the Knicks have passed on MPJ? Blah, blah, blah. Um, g- g- give me a read on this, man. Was this was this a monumental mistake here? Um,
3: monumental? Not necessarily. I mean, revisionist like revisionist history, like like the copyright. MPJ, he's doing great now, but the fact still remains, there is a chance that the back will not hold up. That's at the end of the day, 14 teams passed on MPJ because he had back problems and it wasn't looking good. And at the time, we were also dealing with Christos Porzingis having an ACL issue Henry having that. So to go from that to drafting MPJ, it would not have bode well for media at that time. It would not bode we well. It would have for been the, crushed. Yeah, Knicks fans. It, 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 at that time, that would have been a risky move for everybody. Because we because then we're banking on two people with major 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 injuries, not minor, major injuries to come back healthy and saving the franchise. I, I didn't
2: I didn't think it was a move they could have taken the risk on. And I understood why they didn't. Um, obviously, we know the talent that he's capable of being. Or at least what he was hyped up to be. The major question was the injury. And as you said, when you're sitting there with KP on the man for ACL injury, I couldn't see how they could sell the fans... On taking a kid with a bad back who would, again, have to miss the whole year. Now, now yeah. I said that on Twitter, and I said, listen, if they would have taken MPJ, these same beat writers would have ripped them for doing it. Absolutely. Right? And now they want to come back and say, oh, I told you so, and all this revisionist history. And I said, listen, the Knicks would have been crushed in doing, in picking this kid. And now, a lot of people agree, but then some people say, you know, listen, it was a number nine pick. They should have swung for the fences. You know, this is the type of talent, blah, blah, blah. And I understand all of that. But also, I could also understand them being averse to the risk of taking this kid... Not knowing if he would hold up over the course of his career, not just his rookie season, not just you know second yes. season, but his whole career when you Great. had KP on the mend, who's also an injury risk at seven foot
3: three. It was a tough decision, And yeah, that's the bigger picture. Not these four games, the career. I hope I wish the best for this kid. I hope he stays healthy. But back injuries at 6'10, six however tall this kid is, is nothing to play with. <laughs> That is not it, like, ooh, tough, I spray my man. finger. It, it's that tough, is, man. That can linger, man. It's tough.
2: I mean, listen, I even made the argument. I, I would argue not taking SGA or Macau Bridges. Remember, Macau Bridges was my pick. I think that was your pick as well back in that 2018 no. draft. Who was your pick? It was Miles Bridges. Oh, uh, yeah, I was Miles. I was right. Miles Bridges. I was, I, had, I wanted us to pick Macau Bridges, who's starting to come into his own now. And really starting to assert himself on the defensive end, and his offense is coming together as well for Phoenix. I think him and Booker—that that's part of their rise in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, and then SGA as well. I could even argue that. But the MPJ, the 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 r- injury risk—I don't think I could hit Perry on that one because I kind of understand it. It still hurts, and no uh, definitely hurts, right? And it's not a knock on Knox. Maybe he maybe he takes a little bit longer. Maybe maybe he's just not who he thought he could be.
3: Yeah, but I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if uh, if I can hit Perry on that. One. There's a few moves that happen where you're looking at it now and it hurts, but we have to step back and see what's going to happen in maybe a year or two to see if that move was really the move or or not or how it really plays out. You know, what I mean, we got it. Yeah, we
2: got to see how it's going to play out, man. Knox being one of those moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we definitely gotta see how it's how it's gonna play out. This was um back in at the time, um SB Nation had interviewed a doctor on the surgery. This this is what the doctor said. Just just run through a couple couple joints. Um it was he had two surgeries in during this college season. Outpatient surgeries. Um, one was to treat the herniated disc in his back. The discomfort was caused by small tears in the outer layers of the interverbal disc. A whole lot of medical terms we don't need to get into. Um, small tears in his back to repair the herniated disc. Now the doctor said that made the claim that this was a common injury to a lot of people and even athletes. Um, it, you know what are the chances of him re himself? The doctor said maybe a ten to twelve percent chance hmm. within the next five to ten years. But it's still a chance that he right. could, that he could because basically what he's saying is in that area you're going to build up a lot of scar tissue and it's not going to be the same, you know, Ever. the same strength as it was before. So so yeah, you're you're patching it up. But it's always going to kind of be brittle a
3: little bit. Which is rough for a young guy playing at that height 82 games a night. Right. That's mm.
2: So this is just, again, this is just one doctor's opinion. This is just one doctor's opinion. He was also asked what a second surgery spell doomed for his career. The doctor says, nope, it would not. It doesn't affect his return to play, doesn't affect his physical therapy, doesn't affect his chance of neurological problems like weakness or numbness or tingling. Some patients say it hurts a little more because we're going through scar tissue and that's about it.
0: He was asked,
2: how worried would you be if your team drafts him? He says, these teams have in-house surgeon or will will have him evaluated by someone. He'll be extensively evaluated before anyone decides to draft him. He's gone through the ringer. If he's picked, that means he's picked by multiple spine surgeons, and they agree his recurrence risk is low. Mm. Whether yeah. or not it's higher, it's hard to say. Um. Yeah. So basically the doctor didn't didn't really see cause for for concern, but basically put it on the teams to do what was best for them. In another article during that time. According to Berman, the Knicks went to Chicago to meet with Porter. Porter was holding meetings in Chicago. According to Berman, the medical records were not available to all teams. I remember that. (laughs) Except for the Bulls. According to Berman, the Bulls were the only team that had access to the records. So, does that mean? Did the Knicks even get access to the records? And if they didn't, Does that justify
3: not making that pick?
2: I don't know. I'm just just asking the questions here,
3: James. I just asked the question. It seems like they were trying to push him to the bulls. And if you have, if they are not allowed to see back medical records, it was supposed to be, you know, a disc hernia in your back. I I don't, that's, you're rolling the dice. Once again, you're just rolling the dice. (laughs) And he was also supposed to work out. He canceled workouts because he had a bad hip.
2: That's right. So he had a hip injury.
3: The hip injury right before the
2: workouts, right oh, yeah. before the workouts. So you couple that with the back injury, with the fact that he only played three games. Yikes! Yeah, I'm three. just saying, I don't know. I'm just saying, I don't know the full story. What the Knicks had, what information they had, what they didn't have, and was out of shape during the last game. <laughs> that that's all I'm saying. So you know, you guys in the chat, you guys be the judge. We knew we knew the type of player he was projected to be job three four five says so he was projected to be elite player I, I don't it's not a question of his talent it's a question the the question is is was it worth the risk
3: right knowing the situation that we had exactly and at fifteen fourteen, you can say probably lower lottery it could be worth the risk at a lower lottery. Does it make um, you feel any better that the logo passed twice?
2: It makes me feel good. <laughs> 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 the fact that Jerry West passed twice, I feel a little bit better about it, Jails. I don't know. Yeah, that's I'm just me. That's just me. I'm not going
3: It helps ease the pain a little.
2: <laughs> <bit>. <laughs> it helps ease the pain. Man. Uh, 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 Let us live. Let us live. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like I said on, on Ninja P, now, you know, that's that's knocks on his record. Like I said, you look at Shea Gills Alexander. You look at what Macau Bridges is doing right now. All right, we'll give Kev some time. Give Kev some time. We'll give him some time. He needs. He just needs to get time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, will he get time, right? His minutes for game drop. But I think if if Kenny Payne is truly coming here, I think also with, with Rose and Wes, I think if at, at the very least as a favor to Calipari, they're going to keep Knox. Knox will be here. He has no trade value. Um, and, and so, you know, we'll, we'll see. If Tibbs can't get anything
3: out of him, then... You know, not not too sure what the future will hold for Kevin. Yeah, I feel you, man. I, I predict I'm not saying he will be with the Knicks forever. Bare minimum, I feel like Knox will be here until the trade deadline of next yeah. season, bare minimum. Yeah. After I'm not sure what's gonna happen. <laughs> Let's hear from um
2: Antonio from Puerto Rico on the MPJ topic.
4: Hey what's up, guys? Hey. Great programming.
2: Thank you, bro. How you doing?
4: I'm doing good. Um, I would not. I wouldn't go. I would not draft a Porter at that time, and still because, like K KQC said, uh, the back that's going to be an issue. I don't even remember Larry Johnson. He had a retire. It's not. It's back. And you don't get a hundred percent back. And besides that, you you were you were right about the about the reporters. They would not give that reporters on New York fans. It's tough. They would they would rush him. We'll rush him back? And everything will be negative, you know. So, so, I would stay with Knox. Knox is just 20 years old. Ford is 22. And now with uh, the new coach, I think uh, Knox is going to be, be tougher. And he's just 20. So, let's not give up on him, you know. Let's he, see what's going to happen.
2: Yeah, I'm with you, man. Listen, I, I want the best for all our picks, right. You know, these are all young kids. Obviously, you want them to succeed. Um, Kev, Kev has shown the tools. He's got to put it all together. You know he has shown some flashes, Jails. The mm-hmm. shot could be there. He has the length. He, he just got. He's got to put it together, man. He's got to get his head together. And so we, you know, we, we just got to have some patience with him. It is what it is. This is this is what our team looks like. Obviously, you, you would rather um, them not bungle these draft picks because it's very important. <laughs> so, right Nah, for, for real. I mean, you know, maybe maybe getting Mitch as as a gem in the second round does that does that help things?
3: absolutely a little bit <laughs> but we need to hit on these picks too and he needs time he needs yeah. time and when i say time i don't mean time as in time like years i mean floor time no matter what his role is next season if it's in the G league yeah or on the knicks kevin knox needs floor time to see what we have <laughs> i agree T- to totally agree man
2: um you know, on 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 Perry, man. How do we how do we really judge Perry's tenure here? Right, he's going into a lame duck season next season. Not sure. We we have no idea whether they're going to bring him back or he's just there to kind of, uh, you know, be the 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 facilitator, right? That transition team, so to speak. But when you right. look at when he got here, think about the free agency he got right. He got Vonley. he got Azonia. He got um, uh, Moutier. They traded for Moutier, right? Right. They got uh, Ramon Sessions.
3: Oh, yeah, that was great.
2: <laughs> remember Ramon oh Sessions? Ramon Sessions came great. here for a cup of coffee. That was awful. That was terrible. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was. I a sure remember when he threw the ball over the backboard out of bounds. Man, so I still remember that. They had Ramon
2: Sessions in there playing over Frank. You got Hazonia, Vonley, Beasley, walking bucket. Oh, yeah. Uh, they got Beasley. I would say,
3: you know, the free agent picks have been duds. Yes, I will say the free agent picks have been duds. But um, I feel like he, the picks he had were picked for a reason. You know, I feel like I don't hurt over it as much because I know one of our biggest concerns when Scott Perry first arrived was our cap flexibility was tr- trash, CP. Like we had, yeah. King Keen- Noah Keen- no was still on the Joe books. team is still on the books. He's still on well, the books. At the time, Courtney Lee was here crossing us 14 mil. Tim Hardaway Jr. was crossing us 18 with King Noah, with Carmelo Anthony um, on his way out because he was beefing with, with uh, Phil Jackson. When Scott, To me, when Scott Perry got here, it was a huge mess. And a lot of it had to do with Phil Jackson and Steve Mills, who just caused a, spur, a stir before he got here. You know, Steve Mills Steve Mills signed Ron Baker for $8.9 million. Yeah. For what? Like. Mills N-
2: botched a ton, and, and we're going to get into that for sure. N- yeah. Mills botched a ton.
3: I, I just feel like a lot of what Scott Perry had to deal with when he got here was just cleaning up mess. Yeah. And not necessarily building, which is why I don't... I get why people are mad over some of the free agents. I but think, I'm not that mad because it hasn't been long deals.
2: I think if... We don't know what they had on the table, but I think they should have traded Vonley the second that he, he, he was even good. You know what I'm saying? They should have traded yes. Vonley the second they had a chance. Um, I agree. And I think that was a blunder. I also felt like they weren't as aggressive... In trying to unload some of these guys in the last two years, right? You you know they they haven't been as aggressive, um, not being aggressive in in absorbing some of that cap that we had right. this past off season. Mm-hmm. You know, making an eagle dollar type of trade or even trying to get Harkless
3: on that type of that type of deal. No, I get it. I get it. We weren't we weren't aggressive in that regard. Like the Knicks have done in general, a good job of. A decent, I want to say a good job, a decent job at getting picks. Whether it be you know the Willie Hernan Gomez, and we got two second round picks for him. The pick from Carmelo Anthony that turned to Mitchell Robinson, mm-hmm. or I, I mean the KP trade was was crazy, but we still got two first round picks out of that. Who knows what that's going to turn into? But in general, we we moved from a team who was over cap, cap flex, cap tight to a team who has more flexibility. And options with free agent picks, I mean, first round picks coming forward, which is why we even got Tom Thibodeau here in the first place. Right. Because we have a lot more flexibility. The MOOC trade was good. It was a necessary move. Right.
2: It was a necessary move in which they got um, the draft pick. And then they they also have the uh, the Detroit second rounder. Right. Which in the 2021 draft, which um, could be a, a good value there. That
3: could be a high second round pick exactly because he's exactly that, that, that draft is supposed to be deeper, so that second round pick should be even a higher talent than usual. so that would definitely be a good pick for us. So once again, 2021, you're looking at three
2: pretty good picks in the 2021 pick. you got we have our
3: own, we have the Dallas pick, and then mm-hmm. we'll have that Detroit pick exactly. So, I mean, so as far as the picks situation goes, we look okay. Yeah. What what worries me about Perry right now, which is why I'm glad we have him in some new blood, is maybe he doesn't get the the team building concept or how to mix and match certain players correctly. Like I, I'm not sure if he's able to put together a cohesive team. That's where I feel like he's failed so far. I have I've know we've gotten a bunch of three-point shooters in here to, to spread the floor, and in theory, that should have worked. But that hasn't worked for us. The DSJ move, in theory, this guy, everybody wanted him over Frank. He was supposed to be the guy, the engine. He flopped. So... It's been a mixed bag. I it's guess been that's what bag. You, it's been a mixed bag, right? Draft,
2: we can say, okay, Knox, TBD. Mitch, good pickup. I, I'll even give him ISO, good pickup. You know, for ISO to make it you know, through through the through the ranks, undrafted, good pickup, good eye for talent. You know, we right. have a couple have a couple guys in in Westchester that that are doing well. Um, you know, RJ was an obvious at three, I think. I think mm-hmm. you know, I, I think RJ was an obvious. Um, Iggy, second round, we'll see. But so far, uh, has been doing well in Westchester. So draft has been, I would say, a a B. Right. Free agency, a D, an F. D minus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a D minus. <laughs> and trades, I would say D as well because they, yes, yes the Mellow trade did net us uh, uh, Mitch, but the Porzingis trade was a complete flop, bro. And I got to get right. back to this. I don't, I hate pouring salt in the moon. I know people don't want to hear this, but I'm sorry, bro. I can't, I, these Dallas games, I can't watch these games, bro. I can't watch it, bro. It, it's a disgrace. That we are here watching this dude unleashed in the bubble with Luka Doncic going ham, Timmy going ham. You got Timmy, Trey Burke, and KP dropping ninety on the Rockets. JLs, come on, man!
3: That is CP, that's a I'm night not, to the heart, man. I can't I'm not do it. hurt, yo. I'm not hurt, dog. I can't do it. Let let him do it for multiple games. That's what I'm saying. I like I feel like Luka. Okay, Luka is Luka. Luka is Luka. When I'm looking at the rest of KP's numbers. It's not. He had one good game. <laughs> Yo, KP. K, he dropped
2: 26 last night. <laughs> he dropped 26 last night. Let me, let me loop my highlights back and, and go back to it. Listen, man. They completely botched that trade. This is going to go down as one of the worst trades in New York history, man. Mm. They traded KP for a wish Literally for a wish. Now I remember. Yes, that night that it happened, we was like, okay, he doesn't want to be here. All right, so be it. But I also took the team to task for why he did not want to be there, because they had they had enough of the, the stupidity. Man, the team was not managed well between mm-hmm. Mills, Perry, Dolan, uh, Phil Jackson. Ridiculous. JL's that that you let your crown jewel walk out the door and get nothing in return.
3: Yeah. The wish the wish is there's a lot of weight on these draft picks, man. There is a lot yeah. of weight on these draft picks. Oh, let's see what this 2021 pick is going to be. Okay. A lot of weight on these draft picks.
2: A lot. <laughs> Listen, man. A lot. I understand people want to wanna say, oh, you know, it's over, get over it. Yo, these are moves that set your franchise back, man. How are we not understanding this? We're sitting here at the same juncture talking about Julius spinning and winning and looking for his replacement. These are moves that set your franchise back, JLs. Yeah. Like, how, 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 how can we not acknowledge that? Every time this team is, takes one step forward, they take five steps back.
3: I feel you, CP. I feel you. I understand you're hurt, but listen, <laughs> we gotta wait and see what happens, man. Because there's still there's still unknowns. We hey, still have it, to see. We still have to see if we still have to a see if KP can play for more than 60 games in the season. I understand that. Totally understand that. And we have to see if any of these draft picks turn out to be something that we can use as franchise. We can catapult the franchise again. It sucks that we actually. Picked a correct pick for once in our lives. But, you know, it's still a risk, even. It's, it's still a risk, even maxing KP.
2: It was. I understand all of it. It was a risk, but you know what? You have to think in reality that that money is not going to anybody else, man. Nobody else is coming here. And the fact that they let this guy go and had no promises, no promises whatsoever. That's a Yo, that's a disgrace, J.L. So you couldn't do that. You could not have done that. What they did was the Dallas trade was the best trade they could have gotten to, to get the two contracts. But overall, it seems like they were better trades in terms of return on, 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 on your investment. They could have had maybe players that could have helped them right now.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, what happened, what I see happening with that thing is the New York eyes. I feel like the Knicks saw the writing on the wall with KP and were trying to move covertly while trying to convince him to stay. Because I feel like the front office knew if they openly shop KP, it was a hundred percent, he was gone. So instead of openly shopping him, they tried to do it on, on low just in case he changed his mind magically just in case the team started to flip around and he can implement him later, and life would be good. But life didn't end up being good. They ended up shopping him covertly. He asked for a trade. All of a sudden, he's gone within minutes, and then here we are right now. And and, and
2: that's what caused Mills' his job because, listen, you can't, that was a disgrace. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. You guys want me to get over it, but listen, man, you never want to see your ex do better, man. bro. Regardless, I feel you. you know what I mean. I you don't want to see your ex with, yeah, yo. with another dude, and, you, and you're sitting there by yourself. Because this is how we're looking right now. We're sitting here with cap space, <laughs> hopes, and dreams.
3: Cap space, hoping. Cap hoping. space,
2: hopes, and dreams.
3: This is we got 2021 pick. We got pick this. We got pick coming up in a few weeks, and who knows what's gonna happen? We can end up picking somebody nice, packing that pick for somebody else. Who knows what's gonna happen, CP? Listen, no, uh, hurt. it hurts. I'm, I'm still here. Hurts.
2: I'm still here, man. I understand but, it hurts. You know, it was a lot easier to accept that night because you felt like it's happening, meaning KD. Like, you felt like, all right, they're going to trade KP. Obviously, you want him here. But damn, you, they're not going to trade him for nothing, right? Right. Without
3: a promise. And they did. I'm not even going to go back that KD road, man. And they, they did. They they traded him with no party I already know. I keep saying this. I don't want to say it again.
2: The insult, I, the insult the, to entry in the whole thing was that they got no meetings, no meetings, jails. That's the salt in the wound, and rub that in.
3: <laughs> listen, I'm, that's all I'm saying, man. I understand. What this is. Listen, listen, man. Here's the thing. Out of it. Going through this debacle, CP. This is what we found out. We found out KP didn't want to be here, cool. We found out Fizdale was the wrong coach. (laughs) Big time, big time. (laughs) We got made of Steve Mills. We actually have a developmental staff for real now. So it sucks that KP left, but maybe, just maybe, we can actually build the foundation a lot better with developmental coaches for the first time an actual coach for the first time and hope and somebody with connections and some basketball war on the top. I'm hoping they, they've this is all wishful to. thinking. They've it's all hope to. right now.
2: This is all hope and, right and, now. And that's just all it is. You know, when you, when you look at Perry, um, again, I don't know. We don't know if, if he's, if he's meant to, to be here. Past this season. But what I think he can do to help his case is, number one, they got to ace this draft coming up. You have three draft Black picks. Two. You got to ace it with at least two of them. Number two, they have to get more aggressive, right? Go get another, maybe get another second-round pick. Buy a second-round pick. With all this cap uh, uh situation going on for next season, go out and go get a second-round pick to throw in a Westchester, somebody that you can build up, right? Um, um, Use some of the cap space as a weapon to to um, absorb a contract of a less desirable contract and get another veteran in here that way and 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 get a pick on top of that, right? We need to build up the war chest, bro. Dude, build we up have,
3: the war chest. I don't know. I feel like we have. A, dude, we have one of the youngest teams in the NBA. I agree. So, it, getting more picks to me. If I'm getting more picks, I'm. It's it's the package to move, right? Because 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 right now we have Frank Knox, Mitch, R.J. Uh, everybody over here is two, twenty one. Yeah. Can't barely party. Can't drink. <laughs> yeah. They, I mean,
2: listen, they're not all going to be here. But to your point, um, again, having that as weapons to trade later on, if you need to make a trade later on, then it won't hurt you as bad. But you right. have all this money. Use it wisely.
3: Absolutely. Use uh, it wisely. I, and, and when free agency, agency comes, we'll see if we're using it wisely. Facts. See. That'll, be test. That'll definitely be the test. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to this draft and next year's draft to see what we really have. Because next year's draft is supposed to be the one. Same and here. let's hope let's hope the balls, let's hope the ping pong balls fall where they may and we get in the right, we go in the right track and get somebody to push this franchise forward. Speaking of draft,
2: Alex uh is on the line. Alex, how you feeling, man? Hey, what's going on, bro? What's go- what oh. going I I muted him by accident. Hold on, Alex. Hold on, Alex. I thought it was Wolf. I thought it was Alex Wolf. <laughs> nah, go ahead, Alex. My fault. I, I muted you by accident. Go ahead, bro. What's your point?
5: Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. I
1: but um, I had a, I had a, a scenario.
5: Nobody brought it up, but
1: let's say we got the top four pick. What, what what do you do with Phoenix? Offense, their their first rounder,
6: first rounder.
2: Wait, if Phoenix, if Phoenix, oh, wait, 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 repeat your question. If if Phoenix offers you what? I couldn't hear let's you too
6: say, well. Let's say, we, let's say, top three,
1: top four pick, of a mellow's still there. And let's say that Phoenix wants to give a
6: mellow.
2: Oh, if Phoenix He's wants. to
6: give first round this year next year.
2: And, and where's, where's Phoenix picking in, in this scenario? I mean, that's a lot of you right now. It's like 14, 13. If Phoenix, I appreciate you, your connection was kind of bad, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mute you. Yeah, so, repeat that question. CP. So basically you're saying if Phoenix, if you're sitting there at four and LaMelo's there and Phoenix is offering you this year's first and next year's first,
3: would you, hmm. would you take that? Phoenix? Yeah. Nah. Because if it's Phoenix. I feel like Phoenix is on the brink. So I feel like this year and next year's first, is not going to be as valuable as the a top four pick this year to me. Like, I like t- to me in the NBA, a dollar is, is is more valuable than four quarters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm taking Lamelo because I, I still think we're going to end up back in the lottery next
2: year anyway. So we're going to have a, a, a good pick ourselves next right. year. Plus, you tack on the the, the Dallas pick and that second uh that's like around the, if they feel like Lamelo is going to be that next franchise point guard, you can't you can't pass on that. You got you got to take it.
3: Exactly. Like I'm not sure if he will be, but I know he has a chance to be with his passing ability, and that's something that yeah. we haven't had on his team in a long time. Someone who can pass like that. True story. True who, who, story. Who's man, the like who, who's the last person can pass like Sergio Rodriguez? Who's the last person?
2: <laughs> yeah, Who's the
3: last person yeah, who can pass on the Dicks? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey,
2: well look, look back to the KP thing. Forget Michael Porter Jr. What they should have done was traded up for Luka Doncic. That would have kept KP happy, and you would have had the Dallas team with Mitch, right hand in, in the Garden, and Trey yeah. Burke. You would have had Trey Burke to the mix
3: Yeah, they, there, yeah. there you yeah, go. are right
2: about that. They should have went. They, they should have went up and got Luka Doncic, man. If, if that was should've. the case. Yeah, Lucas killing Jesus, killing. <laughs> Twenty-one years old, man. He's dominating right now. Dominating jails. Ooh, um, to everybody I, in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. If you guys are new in the chat, leave us a hashtag new so we can shout you guys out. Let me shout out um some of the super chats that came in. DJ's man repping seven five seven Hampton, VA. Salute everybody down in Hampton for sure. Alan Berman sends a super chat. He says um. Salute fellas. Knox under Tibbs isn't gonna be pretty. Don't see him here to start the season, to be honest. I think he and those Dallas picks are gonna bring us back something like the three ball brothers. <laughs> I don't see that. I, I don't I don't see Kev having that draft capital. And him. Um, I think they're gonna work with him. I think they're gonna work with Kev and and see what they can get out of him. Um the J. Caleb show says OBJ Jamal Adams KP not cut out for New York. Peace out, we good. Well, you know they, they they you know they say KP's not an alpha, and, and that's understandable. I, I wasn't expecting him to be the guy here, JL it's just, but just mm-hmm. if he was here, there's no doubt that we would have been much further along. You have KP, you have Mitch, you have yeah. R.J. Barrett. I mean, for, forget about it. you know yeah. we're, we're, we're moving along, and that's, that's all it is. It's like we, we're stuck in the mud and we're sinking <laughs> until further notice, and, and this management team has has to, uh, has to prove us wrong.
3: Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I understand what you're saying. KP and Mitch together would be nice, but who reality. knows? You know what? But, 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 but you know what I will say? I've never seen KP do the sham god like Mitch, all right? I'll say that. <laughs> I, I hear all you. All right? Okay? I, I hear you, man. Um. Yeah, just just tough. Louis
2: Look says, if you're going to constantly rehash the past, there's no point in looking to the future. You may as well turn in your fan card. Louis Ooh. Look. There's no way, man. There is no way I'm turning in my fan car
3: jails. But we grandfathered in, CP. I'm grandfathered in. Grandfathered I'm, in. I'm grandfathered <laughs> in, man. I can say what I want. Once you pass CP, once you pass a ten year mark of being a fan. Yeah. Like you can't say nothing to me. You can't. I've I've been at this for a long time.
2: You in cannot fact. question you cannot question it. Rowan Easy says uh I'm so negative. Well listen. When you're watching the team for as long as I have, you have reason to be negative. I don't know how long Rowan's been watching, you know, but if you've been watching for as long as I have, you have reason to doubt it, J. Ellis. Every single regime that comes in is supposed to be the next hot thing, the latest and greatest. From Mm -hmm. Isaiah to Phil to everything down the road, we don't need to rehash it. And it's all gone to garbage, man. Let's just be real. A lot of you guys need to be realistic. This isn't Homer fan TV, J. Ellis. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying. We can be cautiously optimistic, cautiously. but at the same time, looking at these past transgressions, this team has to get it together,
3: man. Yeah, we have some. We have something to prove. We definitely have something to prove. And the KP trade wasn't a good one. It's looking like that. You would think if Dennis Smith Jr. played at least as good as he did in Dallas. It wouldn't look as bad. It wouldn't look as bad. But they, DSJ turned into, I don't know, what? What What did he, what is What is he now? I don't know. I don't, I don't know.
2: I think he's <laughs> gone, but I, I don't know. I could be wrong. We'll see. Well, all, all I'm saying is, yeah, be cautiously optimistic, man. But let, let's not act like, you know, they've been doing things so great in, in the past. Um, don't Rory sends a super chat. He says, my biggest fear is uh, Mitchell Robinson leaving the Knicks because of clutch sports influence. LeBron does it to us again. Well, look, Rich Paul is going to look out for, you know, he wants the best deal for his guy. You know, they're yeah. going to want to have Mitch get the bag. And um, I had a show the other day, Jay, I was just kind of wondering, you know, what is Mitch's value going to be? You know, what is Mitch's value uh, uh, on the open market based on, you know, comparable players?
3: Right. And, and yeah, and like, does
2: he get that money?
3: Yeah, because, you know. Usually people are saying that the big men who can rim run and block shots, they say they're using, they're losing value, but then you continue to see guys like that get the bag. So you so you wonder if that's gonna happen for Mitch as well. Right. Or right. is it gonna take, you know, him hitting some jump shots for him to really get the money that uh, he really wants and put us in a in a, a situation where we're gonna have to make tough decisions. <laughs>
2: exactly. It's gonna be mm-hmm. it's gonna be a tough decision when it's time to, to for Mitch to get paid, man. Um, salute mm-hmm. Shell's heavy in the chat He says free Kenny Wooten We'll see, how, we'll see if Kenny gets activated this season We'll see It's going to be very interesting uh, And they have a couple of scenarios Of how uh, next season will play out I'm going to get to that in a second um, Salute Delano Steel He says if you don't look to the past You're doomed to repeat the same mistakes again Hashtag don't question my fandom Delano <laughs> steel, the mayor man You know what I mean I don't need to say it He said it
3: I'm He said, say, it, man. said it well The Steel speaks man You know
2: <laughs> Um, speaking of speaks, we got to hear from Ari. This is this is a perfect segue for Ari, man. What's going on, bro? Yo, what's
4: up, CP? You guys hear me? All right, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, bro. All right, there's a little echo. I was pointing. First of all, CP, you have nothing to um, you know, defend yourself about. Percent right about everything you just said right now. Jay Ellis is saying it's not that bad. I'm a Ninja P T shirt. He
6: doesn't
4: want it. So, um, honestly, dude, KP trade is that's an unforgivable mistake as a GM, unforgivable mistake. And it's not just fact that it's not the fact that um, you know, he wanted to leave. The fact that he wanted to leave and that the culture wasn't built and that they he put them in such a position just says about the way that Scott Perry was managing the team, man. And I know Steve Mills. Took a lot of the brunt for it, but Scott Perry was there. First of all, they hired David Fisdale, right? That was, like, their first move. F. F negative, okay? F negative, all right? After they, after that, they had that whole um, Chris-Ass Porzingis fiasco. And when you're in that position, at least get some value back, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, first of all, I don't know how you make that trade. And listen, I, Lucky Louie or whatever his name is can say whatever the hell he wants about don't look at the past, you're not a fan all right, Louie, I I don't know what you're talking about, dude. We want this team to do well. You're just out here making nonsense, all right? So like, I don't know what he's saying. But like, if you have KP. You could have like, I remember a year before that, KP. There was like KP for Devin Booker, like scenario going on. Like right. you know, there was like you could have gotten an All Star, like a real good player back for Kristaps. Even post injury, you could have gotten back at least a piece, man. And Scott Perry, Scott Perry, let that let let that fly, all right? He also drafted Kevin Knox. So listen, what my thing with Kevin Knox is, I personally at nine, I would have taken a shot at Michael. Scott Perry so wasn't there for he was the. Right. Ta- he was the consensus number one. He was a consensus number one talent. But I'm not going to even knock Scott Perry for that because of what CP is saying. You know, you have both injuries or whatever. Like KP and Michael Porter Jr. both had injuries. You can't you can't build a franchise around people that are both injured. But the free agency, oh my god. Getting five power forwards and then Wayne Ellington and stunting the player's growth, the young guy's growth. Literally, Scott Perry didn't do anything. Like, there's not one thing Scott Perry did well besides draft Mitchell Robinson in the second round. And second round picks don't make you a contender. The lottery picks make you a contender, right? We need a hit on the lottery pick. And they also made the Isozo pick, which is a good, uh, the undrafted you pick, pick up. Yeah. But then they, tra- they, they just let him go for nothing. <laughs> So like literally, I think that's Scott why Perry he's really nothing. mad, Jales. It's like he, just, he did nothing. He was horrible. He did every mistake possible. And like I know Jay Ellis is going and saying like, oh well, you know what? Now we have a new regime. Now we can try building, dude. We said the same thing three years ago. <laughs> we said the when we, same thing when we brought thing. in um, Scott Perry, Steve Mills, and Sizdo. We said the same thing three years ago. And CP's right. You, you, this is the type of stuff that sets an organization back. And you could say, don't look at the past. It's not about the past. It's about moving forward. And you can't go moving forward when your front office is making this wrong decision after wrong decision after wrong decision. So, All right. of course, I'm going to be mad. I'm very upset. And if, listen, one more thing. Yes. One more thing. I read an article that Tim Hardaway Jr. Sr. said the Mavs called the Knicks about Tim Hardaway Jr. That they wanted Tim Hardaway. Like, they, the Knicks could have got Tim Hardaway Jr. off the books without KP, apparently. He was a throw-in. That's how disaster it was. They didn't even shop him, Jay Ellis. They didn't even shop KP, all right? And don't give me anything about leverage. Anthony Davis had all the leverage in L.A., and they still got a bag for Anthony Davis, all right? They didn't even shop KP. They threw him in. All
2: right. Disaster. I don't care. Right. Disaster. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> all, all right, right. <clears throat> on his soapbox. I think he just wanted to drop the ISO line. Ah, of, course it. Think of course it was all, I think it was all about ISO, man. But okay, first, go ahead, bro. Yeah,
3: first of all, uh, okay – Phil Jackson is the one who was shopping KP for the Devin Booker trade. Everybody, everybody crapped on Phil Jackson. South Perry wasn't even here yet. And I, th- I think that's the big reason why the Knicks didn't even want to overtly shop KP out in the open because CP, I remember that summer when the, the Trey KP rumors was coming out during the summer and Devin Booker's name was in there, dog. It was pandemonium. I don't I don't remember that. Yeah, it was yeah, pandemonium. Yeah, yeah. It was pandemonium. Imagine that during the season. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that during the season. That was that now, was draft day. That was draft day. That that, was, draft
2: was, draft day. Draft. that, that but, was that was the inception of Knicks fan TV. That was the inception. Exactly. That
3: the, that's was, when we first started trade rumors, yeah. That's when we first started. That's when we first started and it was like though. If we had the if we had the 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 the, the watch we had now, it, 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 the internet would have
0: broke.
2: That, facts, that. big facts.
0: Um, oh, yeah,
2: that's that's what ti- that's what Timmy's Timmy Senior said. That, right, that you know KP was a throw in. Now Mark Cuban said that basically they have been talking about Porzingis for a lot longer. You know, basically what he's saying is you talk about players all the time. You know, you 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 put together trade packages all the time with with rival GMs um, in the event that they may pull the trigger one day. Exactly. So Cuban and- made it seem like. They were kind of talking about it, but then like they just did it. You know that the Knicks called them like, "Hey, you want Porzingis?"
3: Exactly, exactly. I heard that too, and I also say this: I understand if you're upset over the KP trade. A lot of people are. I get that. I definitely get that. But I also will say this: getting you can say you don't like the KP trade, but you can't downplay you can't downplay drafting Mitch. And the second round, and him turning into something great. You can't downplay that. I can't say, well, "Well, franchises aren't built with second-round picks." No, that's that's false. Franchises are are built with taking, maximizing cheap talent. Yeah. If you're looking at if you're looking at Toronto, Pascal, Van Vliet, like all those guys with cheap talent, and they were able to buy time, buy time, riding off of cheap talent. And, and build a program and and now you see them getting championships or is being contender so that's absolutely not true <laughs> uh and listen i understand it's i understand that you're upset over the kb trade it's already over it's already over i understand you're upset i'm simply looking at what is next what do we have next we have the picks that come, we have coming up next year. We have the Dallas picks. We have cat space that we didn't have three years ago when we were optimistic when Perry and and, and and those guys came here. Now we have cat space. I'm looking forward to the future to see what we can do next. I agree. And and um, you know,
2: to your point on the second round picks, you know. There's a lot of value in second round picks, especially from a salary cap standpoint. You know, if you go out and get some value like a Draymond Green in the second round, a Jimmy Butler in the second round, you know, you look where you're competing. That helps you. That helped Golden State get Kevin Durant. You, you know, because you, you you don't have guys all in the same salary tier. You know what I'm saying? So that is that, that's another thing that I'm saying going back to Scott Perry is like they got to get aggressive and maybe go buy some second round picks and get them through Westchester and see if, if anything, if any diamonds in the rough appear, because that is how you have a guy on the salary control at a low end.
3: Exactly. That's
2: going to fill a role for your team. So that gives your team a lot of flexibility you know what i mean so there's a lot
3: of value in second round picks if if you could you know find that diamond in the rough hell we don't even know we have an iggy yet dog like iggy iggy was tearing up the g-league for the end of the year we still don't know we having lamar peters man we still don't we still don't know what's happening now and there man True. we still have some people to experiment with. we still don't know what's happening with kenny that's a true
2: story man um so to everybody in the chat uh, hit that thumbs up button for you boys um, Let's see who's in here Salute to everybody on Team Hashtag New <clears throat> Completely missed that roll call So salute to everybody on Team Hashtag New If you're new in the chat Throw your cities in the chat Let us know where you're checking in from Um, Let's see who else is in here Shout out to uh, Shan B K Royal Hebrew Remnant sends us a super chat He says Knicks and the fans should be focused on development And not trades and quick fixes at this stage Too early to look for saviors Completely agree Got to a develop. Can completely agree. Hmm. Um. Let's see. Who else is in here? Big Chief Triangle. Shout out to Andy. What's going on, Andy? Uh, we got Lockie Whitaker in here, Victoria, Australia. Shout out Lockie. Taya Clay checking in from San Antonio. What, what's going on? All right, a couple more calls before we wrap up. Let's go to... um. Uh. This is a good time for Jay from Florida. Jay, what's going on, man?
6: Bro, I'm I'm with Ari, man. I'm with Ari. Listen, bro, you don't trade KT. If you feel like KT got beat for anybody in your organization, you don't fire Phil Jackson and hire Scott Perry, an incompetent, incompetent front office. You get David Griffin, you get real NBA guys in there so you can make sure KT is happy, right? Scott Perry liked and followed a, a bootleg Brock Isler, Twitter account, bro. How incompetent of a GM we got that hired that that follows fake Twitter accounts, bro. <laughs> this man has no idea what he's doing, right? Is that how we judge people now yeah.
3: off of Twitter followers?
6: happening right <laughs> now? Bro, <laughs> the twenty twenty you, you
3: don't know analysis. what you got going on. You don't know what's what. You don't even know if a, if a Twitter follower is oh, right. I, I got your phone is number. I <laughs> It's this, just Ninja Peace following bots. He's, he's, he's 50, 60-something Bro. years old. He's talking
6: about Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. You got MPJ. You you pick Michael Porter Jr. no matter what in that draft. The whole arena is screaming for Michael Porter Jr., not, not Kevin Knox. I threw it on Twitter the other day. Everybody's MPJ, 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 and they pick Knox, right? Last year, ball, 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 we seen a little rumor about ball, ball, possibly getting picked by the Knicks, or getting traded up by the You pick ball, ball. These cats is, is is high-end prospects for a reason, right? Same thing, if we don't get Melo this year, we go get Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony is a top-level prospect for a reason, right? They get ranked based on their high school and AAU ball, right? Don't try to rethink the wheel. Go get them high-level blue chip prospects and call it a day, right? Scott Perry is incompetent. You know what I'm saying? He makes it bad for future black GMs. I'm going to say it because I'm black. I'm going to say it, bro. We got to get rid of him, bro. Got, you. got you. <laughs> no What play. do
3: you think about the RJ pick?
6: I mean, the RJ pick was the obvious pick. I would have picked Reddish. I wanted Reddish.
3: Okay, wait, 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 wait. wait. So, so time, wait, wait. Be wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. So player. you just contradicted yourself. You said go for the obvious pick. Don't overthink it. What do you think about RJ? He was already big. Uh, that was too well, obvious. Which Reddish go, is a, was a blue chip is prospect, too, bro. Which is it? <laughs> which is R- it? Go Reddish it. was a blue, a
6: blue chip prospect, too. They all went to Duke. And Reddish <laughs> had a three ball, had the handle, he had everything. I feel like you picked Reddish. RJ, cool. I like his attitude. I like how he carried himself. But blue chip, having the ability to shoot the ball, carry, you know, dribble, I ought to pick Reddish. That's just me. You pick our Mar- okay. ball. You pick red. You pick these blue chippers. these no doubt about it. Blue chippers. Mm-hmm. If we don't get the number one, two, three pick, pick Cole Anthony. All
2: right.
6: Because people, people compare him to DSJ. Cole Anthony is not DSJ. Yeah, no, he's not DSJ. Cole Anthony could pull up off the dribble. He's far from DSJ.
2: Yeah, he's, he's not DSJ, man. Appreciate yeah. the call, Jay. Appreciate I'm- the call, man.
3: Go for the obvious pick. pick <laughs> nah, reddish. nah. I, I wouldn't remember man. I wouldn't I, 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 was,
2: I was feeling him on the Twitter points, but not on the reddish points, man.
3: You was feeling him on the Twitter? He's, a re- that, that's, he's not a real GM. Was, that was a new take. That was a new take. That was, the, that was the take of the day. That was a new take.
2: I had no idea Scott Perry was out here following bots.
3: Oh, man. Man, his daughter runs his, his... I don't know if you have his daughter. His nephews run his, his Twitter page. I don't know. Listen, man.
2: Listen, man. <laughs> this is real, man. Like, this is real. Like, you know, yeah, people would say, oh, you know, you just complaining. Listen, when you cover this team on a daily basis, and whether whether or not we was covering it, we were watching this team on a daily basis. Like, this started way before this show, when you watch every single game from Summer League on through. You want to see your team improving, man. You don't want to see them taking one step forward and 10 steps back.
3: They need to I learn from the past,
2: JL. This is this is real.
3: I feel you. I feel you. I guess you don't want to hear my Kira Lewis over Cole. <laughs> Never
2: mind. <laughs> <laughs> this is real. You know, uh, I'm, again, the MPJ thing, I understood it. Um, The Frank draft was a whiff. Let's just be real. I'm not saying that Frank can't add value to this team because I think he still can. Right, but his pick—they—they they, they reached too high for him.
3: That was Phil Jackson.
2: That was Phil. You know, he—he he wanted his triangle, his triangle guard. Mm-hmm. It was a whiff. So it, it just—listen, it just is what it is, man. It just is what it is. Um, salute to Danny Thomas. Sends a super chat. He says this year, this coming year is going to be important. We need to create a better culture that lead into more wins. Also, I agree with Jay Ellison drafting great talent in the second round is important from Stockton. California, Danny Thomas, what's going on? Shout out, uh, Flutaphone Johnson, new from Jersey. Anybody in Jersey? Salute to Jersey in the building. Who else we got in here? Um, Brandon N., what's going on? The Humble Memphian, what's going on? Humble Memphian, all right. Yeah. Mike Jones, what's going on? Who? Mike Jones. Mike Jones (laughs) in the building. Pedicence, what's going on? How's everybody feeling? Six seventy five on the YouTube. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Um, if you guys are new in the chat, once again, welcome to the show. Uh, just a couple reminders. Remember, this show is available in audio podcast format, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Play, Amazon Alexa, and Stitcher, so you never have to miss it. Um, coming up, the lottery coming up, jails, August twentieth. Let's go. Nervous let's, man. Let's get it going.
3: I'm and nervous, man. Yeah. I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming of ping pong balls. What? What, what?
2: What? Pause. But what number are you? Um... I, I swapped that ping pong. Yeah. CP. <laughs> I
3: didn't think I had to pause the ping pong. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, it just it, it came out so fluid, man. I just had to, I just had to check it out the door, Jails. You know what I'm saying? Um. But no, we got a big show coming up August 20th for the live stream watch along. We're gonna do a watch along, mock draft. Caller reactions, all of that. We got Macri coming through. Swinney's coming through. We yeah. got Hardwood Herald coming through. Um, right. um, Spencer's TBD. Spencer's mm-hmm. TBD. But we got to have about six people on the show. Um, Going to be a big show. Going to be a big show. That's August 20th. Don't miss it. Um, other news on the on the league. League-wise, JL, is, Um, they're trying to figure out what to do with these teams like the Knicks, the Delete 8. Um, to get them active and involved, because look, I mean, right. they could be looking at anywhere between nine and twelve months since they last played basketball. So you know, a lot of fans didn't feel like it's a big deal, but to these the coaching staff and everybody that wants to get acclimated, they're trying to figure out what the best thing to do. There was um initial talk about them going to Orlando, but that looks like it's been scrapped. NBA Players Association doesn't want to do that, so seems like they're going to get cleared for some sort of. Voluntary training camp in August. Not set in stone, but it's a possibility. Voluntary training camp in August. Um, As it pertains to next year, they're trying to figure out how to maximize um, fan participation, getting fans back in seats. Obviously, that all Hmm. depends on how quick the vaccine gets here. And for you anti-vaxxers, no, I'm not advocating for the vaccine. I'm just telling you what it is don't come for me in the comment section I'm just telling you what <laughs> it is they're trying to figure that out um so they even talking about possibly delaying the season past the December 1st um start if it, if they know that they can get fans back in the seats they're also talking about um having regional bubble sites Orlando Vegas other sites where you know you would travel somewhere play a group of games come back home for two weeks and then go to another site, play your next set of games, so on and so forth. So it's a lot of unknowns, a lot of unknowns for, for next season, but um, there's a lot of this different scenarios that, that they're uh, pondering right now. All
3: right. All right. I right. I right, hopefully get, some, I want to, I want to see some, I want to see some Knicks news, man. I'll hopefully to get something like that going. I want to yeah. see some, you want to see some thoughts on Knox's progress Frank coming back from France. I want to see what happens with those guys and read some news on based on the
2: facts. Sure.
3: Listen, Tibbs is trying to get in there with the team, man. It's very important. Yeah. Next year,
2: it, it's gonna be um, a very timing-wise, things are gonna just be very strange, man. So he's trying to get in with the team as soon as possible. All right, last call of the night. Let's hear from Will from LI in the building. Will, how you feeling, bro? You're.
5: Hey, hey, what's going on, How you guys doing?
2: Good, man. What's going on?
5: Not a much, not a much, man. I hope you guys are good. Uh, personally, I've been out of the loop, kind of. Uh, I, I'm in LI, and we still ain't got power over here, so I haven't um, really been able to check Twitter and all that other stuff about what's going on with the team and everything. So again, appreciate you guys, show keeping me in the loop and everything, it's nice to hear from everybody. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to talk about um, this assistant coach coming out of Kentucky, man, and um, the obvious connections to Kevin Knox. And, like, you know, everybody talking about the MPJ thing, you know, I was in the same boat with you guys after hearing, you know, our exact situation of where we were at that point in time. It it was like a damn if you do, damn if you don't thing. So, honestly, no matter what happens, we're always going to be, like, uh, a target for the media. Like, I don't really see them coming up, like, at a, uh what's that team? uh The Suns for getting rid of T.J. Warren. And seeing how he's just cash going consideration—that's right mm-hmm. consideration?
1: a come but up. That right was it. the Knicks. Come on
5: now, yeah. That's... Ripped apart. Would have been ripped apart. But I digress. Uh, talking about this new, this potential new acquisition for the uh, for the assistant coach. Listen, man, I really feel like this is a reaching out point to Kevin Knox. Like this is like a we're gonna bring in a guy. That was from your old program that knows you, that knows when you are when you were at your best basketball, what how you used to work and everything. So I hope that this is them doing this. Kevin Knox also does it and meets them halfway because let's—I mean, we all know it. This is a make it or break it for, for Kevin right now. This is make it or break it. You know, if if this coach does not get the most out of Kevin Knox and Kevin Knox does not put his best foot forward to be that player that we all know we want him to be, then that might be it for Kevin, man. I don't want it to happen. I'm rooting for the kid, but, you know, it just is what it is. But I'm yeah. going to just leave you guys on that. Appreciate the content. You guys keep doing what you're doing, man.
2: Appreciate it, bro. O- hopefully your power comes back on, man. Because, yeah, I've been yeah. hearing in um, Suffolk County. Suffolk County didn't, uh, still doesn't have power in some bases. You know, Allen Hahn is oh. still out there in the dark. So, um, yeah, Suffolk County, man, still still hasn't nice. had much power. Sorry, you guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, Listen on Knox, um hopefully this guy helps him. We'll see. You know, like I said, he's on his third coach in, in three years. So that certainly hasn't uh bode well for
3: him, but we'll see what happens, man. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely see, see what happens. Atkins. I don't even think it's just Knox too, 'cause he, he's he's a big man coach. Yeah. So you you think about Knox, I'm thinking about Mitch. You know? Yeah. Oh uh Randall. <laughs> yeah, Randall. <laughs> Randall. I'm thinking, yeah. you know. These guys too, not just knock. I mean, not that helps, but true. It seems like his specialty is uh post up moves as well. So nice. if he's the post up moves, and he got guys who, with like Mitch, who hasn't posted up anything yet. I mean, that could be for Mitch as well. It could be, it could be just good for the team. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Um, let's go one more. Let's go
2: overtime. Delano, co- close us out. I didn't see Delano on the, on the line. Go ahead, bro. Salute to everybody. Is that What's going on,
1: fellas. How you feeling, bro? All right. I just wanted to, you know, again, come in, show love and everything. You know what I'm saying? Show love to you guys. Um, always keeping the content going. Um, so just to to everybody in the chat. You know what I'm saying? Taking their time out. You know what I'm saying? Hope everybody's staying safe. Um, I'm going to be honest. Um, and I've expressed this plenty of times. I've expressed it since the 2018 draft with you guys over the phone that I felt like, again, you take the NBA-ready talent, or the higher prospect, knowing what he brings to the table over somebody that you need development with. Um, So for me, of course, MPJ and Mikhail Bridges were my choices over Kevin Knox. Um, We live with what we got, you know what I'm saying? Of course, you hope for the best, but it really hurts when you start looking at those same guys that you passed up on, and I know everybody else passed up on it, but I'm not a fan of everybody else. I'm a Knicks fan. So I focused solely on what the Knicks did and <laughs> what they didn't do. And that was draft the right person as far as what they needed. And they needed NBA-ready talent, especially if our development was in question. Um, on top of the KP trade, yeah, that's a stinger. But again, to the fan that I own um, had it correct, this is the same exact situation that happened with Melo. So that's two bad trades that we have in our history. So... Again, why would you sit here and say stop looking at the past? But clearly, we should have been looking at the past instead of making these bad trades because look at what happened. It bit us in the butt. And we're now still stuck in square one. So, you know, at the end of the day, I just want us to build contenders, but we have to avoid the pitfalls of making the same mistakes over and over again. So that's just my take on it.
2: True story, man. Appreciate the call, Delano. Definitely appreciate it. Um, it's, he uh, it makes a fair point, man, you know, in, in, having guys that are more ready to, to contribute when healthy, um, uh, because we all know that Knox was projected to be a pro was, was slated to be a project, uh, when they took him. So maybe they would have been better off taking the fire on an he, he has a good point to jails. If you're not going to develop them out, you got to get the guys that are ready to roll. Um,
3: so we'll, we, yeah. we shall see, man. Yeah, we—I mean, we felt well. Knox got the minutes to, to develop and see something in his first season. That second season, though, was crucial when he was on the bench for so long, kind of not really developing at all and stalling until Morris left. You know, that's when maybe he started to see some growth on the defensive end. But we need to put some more time into it to see what we have for real. For him. Yeah, that's it, man. And on that note, JL, Skad, so and sign out, bro. Yeah, man. Salute so everybody who follows Nick and Tom Show. Um, we're dropping new episodes every week. Back on it on the YouTube channel so definitely check us out youtube.com slash Nick Time Show the SoundCloud has been stalled for, for, for now we're gonna get that back up soon but we'll be back on SoundCloud iTunes we can play Stitcher and all that noise very soon definitely catch us on Dash Radio as well. we'll be on Dash Radio number next network in the mornings at 7am on Tuesday and also check out the blogs. we got some talented writers um, on our squad writing some cool stuff so shout out shout out to the writers on the squad um, on Nick and watch out for the blog that's all That's UCP Great show JL's as usual And
2: um, so to everybody in the chat Great show again Uh, We almost hit 700 man So great job everybody out there Once again hit that thumbs up button for you boys Uh, We appreciate everybody for sending a super chat as well Uh, The donations go to cover overhead So we definitely appreciate all the love Um, Any more that we missed Shout out EJ1 Shout out EJ1 So to EJ1 for the chat uh, Louis Luck says I've been a fan Since the 90s I hear you But what other choices There but to hope For the best The past is just At the past Yeah that's all We're saying Listen We wouldn't be Doing this show If we wasn't <laughs> If there was no Optimism JLS You know what I mean Listen we, exactly. wouldn't, we wouldn't be Here doing this But at the same time You know The the, the frustration Is there man We gotta get it Together That's all that, That's all we're saying But if, if we weren't Optimistic Trust me We wouldn't be Doing this For, for hours on end On, on a daily So uh, I definitely hear you.
3: Yeah, I mean, and I and I get it so You have to look at the the um, past mistakes to see where to go next. But you know, I got I gotta throw in some optimism when it gets too heavy. I'm like, all right, all right listen, listen, <laughs> just wheel it back in. <laughs> I us wheel it back in a little bit. It's like this is what we have to look forward to. So everybody's not gonna be slitting their throats like no, nah, we have stuff right. to look forward to. We have the, stuff
2: to that's definitely right. With man. the blunders. True. All right. <laughs> um JJ Hands TV says if the Knicks draft Denny, I'm sending a hundred dollar super chat. All right. Alright, All yeah, appreciate that. Uh Tay Clay says, um C P if a player wants out, there's nothing you can do. Kawhi Leonard wanted out. There's nothing the Spurs could do about it. What they get? Fair enough. that's fair. That's a fair point. You know, Antaeus from San Antonio. He knows, and and you know, San Antonio was always looked at as that model franchise, and for some somehow that that bridge was burned with, with Kawhi Leonard, JL. So that's a yeah. fair, that's a fair one.
3: Exactly. It's like you're not when you're not going to get when you're not going to get fair value. Yeah. What's the next best thing?
2: Yeah. It's <laughs> a fair one, but but I but I also say with the Spurs it's a rare one, and with the Knicks yeah. it's not. It's a very common thing. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, that's the only difference, you know. What I mean? But I, I, hey, um, don't Rory says, I said it before, we need to draft Obi from Dayton, Obi Toppin. He throws his hat in, in the Obi Toppin ring, okay. okay. Got
3: Obi, we got Denny, okay.
2: Yeah, all right, no doubt, man. So, uh, like I said, remember August 20th, uh, lottery watch along. So, make sure you guys tune in for that. And uh, we'll check in with you guys this week Salute to Patrick Francis DJ's mm-hmm. man Hampton VA Royal Hebrew Remnant Appreciate it Fox Says it's time for a chopped cheese He's about to go get his eat on
3: I'm about to go get my eat on JL's um, right, What do you right. want to shout out Before we get out of here so shout out to Adele Chapman. Shout out to my uh, mods, Greg Williams. So shout out to Greg. Still, Craig still stay, stays throwing the inside jokes from my pod or from my, my post into the chat. Shout out to you. you paying attention. Mm-hmm. Shout out to John Talento, G. Adrizi, uh, G. Bolden Jr., uh, uh, One shot. everybody who's, who supports uh, both of us, next, next fan to Fancy and Nick's Time Show. Me, shout out to you. Again.
0: Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day for movement.